I'm Kelsey, your head pilot. And I'm Riley. You're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pal celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. So welcome to Burn Cruise, our monthly bonus content for y'all. We are releasing these episodes for you every month on the 20th, and this is our 420 episode. I thought I could do that quietly. No, you can't move a mic quietly. It's impossible. I'm so sorry. I have a lot of regrets. <laughs> so welcome to burn cruise our monthly bonus content for y'all we are going to be releasing these episodes for you every month on the 20th and this is our 420 episode so happy 420 happy holidays. i hope you are listening to this while you are bouncing between dispensaries and all their fun parties and deals really hope i can find some that are like after work yeah Good luck, so I'd my love friend. To check out some places, but I don't get out of work. Like I wouldn't get back into downtown Portland till like almost six. Yes. So. Well, I know there's a bunch going on. I I hope that everyone is having a great day and that and you are living safe. your best 420 life and being safe. Exactly. So on this episode, we're gonna start with Riley reviews a recipe. And I mean, in the past, I know I've done a couple where it's just been like one of those meal kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, I took the items from the meal kit and then made something completely that wasn't on the recipe card for the meal kit. Great, cool. (laughs) It was like supposed to be like honey Dijon pork chops or something. So I was just like, I'll take the honey out of this and I'll take the pork chops out of this. So you chopped Um, it up. Kind of. I mean, I didn't chop up the actual chops until I was done with them. No, but you chopped up your, your, your box. Oh no. I did chop that up my box. Sounds bad. Oh. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. I'm so sorry. I essentially meant you went on chopped. It came with like two little small size pork chops. Yep. I don't know even like how to guess how many ounces, maybe four ounces each. Yeah. Is my guess. They're pretty thin. And I just fucking stabbed them a shit ton with a fork, got some anger out, flipped it mm-hmm. over, stabbed it a shit ton with a fork <laughs> on the back, and then I marinated it. There's a secret ingredient that not everybody's going to have. And that's just, that's okay. It's you can okay. figure out an alternative, I'm sure. But I used about a tablespoon of maple syrup. You can also uh-huh. use honey. Yeah. About a quarter cup of soy. I would say like maybe six squirts of Worcestershire. Yeah. I don't know. I eyeball everything. Black Riley pepper. squirted and- her sure sauce all over that. I did. My worst tire. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Guy Fieri says every single time. Have you noticed that? I actually don't watch that show says, enough. Oh my God. Every time somebody says Worcestershire sauce, he goes, every time Guy does it. And it cracks me up every single time because it's probably almost once every episode. <laughs> I'm really high in my eyes for those of you watching on Patreon. I'm sorry. It's cool. Fine. Cool. That's Everything's where cool. It happens. Yeah. So yeah, like six quarts of Worcestershire. I just kind of did it to taste. So the whole time I was tasting it, I mm-hmm. put in a little bit of brown sugar. Okay. And then I added like a good thumb of maple rum. Okay. So you're right. Not everyone's going to have that. Yeah. But honestly, bourbon would be really good too. And actually the maple syrup that I put in there was aged in bourbon barrels. Perf. And it's from Dunn Family Farm in Maine. So it's- that sounds delish. It's really good. And it's one of the few things that I've gotten that says that it's bourbon aged and you actually taste the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like this maple syrup is just like, oh, so good. That sounds delicious. So So I did that and I marinated it just for like a couple hours. It wasn't for very long. It didn't need much because I stabbed it so many times. (laughs) And Um, they were pretty thin, you said, right? And they were pretty thin. They were like, I would say about an inch, inch thick. Yeah. 
if that. Yeah. And then I tossed them in a frying pan and I ran out of olive oil. So I literally just kind of butter poached them like three tablespoons, four tablespoons of butter. Yeah. And I let it brown on each side for about five minutes and to make sure it was like cooked through. Yeah. Twice per side, I would kind of tilt the pan and do the spoon, the butter all over it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I took after about 10 minutes of five per side I took the pork out and then in where like the rest of like the marinade had kind of gone down and it was just mainly that really nice butter I took a bunch of the scallions and fried up the scallions in that and Mm. used that to kind of top everything with yeah I just tossed that out of the pan left all of the rest of the grit of whatever was left over in the pan and then threw in sesame oil and fried up four eggs and then put all of that on top of a bowl of ramen bro yeah it was bro real good I need to ramen that it was the best pork I've ever made. Like pulled it out of my ass, just decided to wing it. Don't and pull it out of your ass. <laughs> we are not good at podcasting today. We now I'm being... thinking about pork swords and that coming out. Anyways, I hate you. That sounds delicious. I have it some was. hoisin pulled pork in my fridge. Oh, right, and I put hoisin in it. Um, Some hoisin like, ginger pulled pork in my freezer. Yes, please. And maybe I'll plan a fancy ramen date with my kid with it next weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah, that That's sounds good. That sounds good. I like that. Uh, okay, so you're going to make that for me sometime, right? Mm-hmm. Now that we yeah. can see each other? Yeah. Yeah. I will gladly make that. Yeah. It's, it's super easy, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Holy fuck. Have you been eating anything else good? No, nothing else that I've made. I've eaten like Little Caesars has a new pizza crust. Yeah, okay. They have pretzel pizza. Oh, that might be too much for me, but oh, that sounds good. I mean, it's one of those things where like, I think I can only handle it maybe once a year. It's really intense and they make two kinds. They make one with like normal pizza sauce and everything. And then they make one with like pretzel cheese. So like that. No, I knew you were going to say that. And I immediately was. And then they put more cheese and pepperoni on top of that on the pretzel crust, which I think is also stuffed. It has, it's a cheese stuffed pretzel crust. Mm -mm. Do not want too much. So extra. I can only handle like two or three slices. That's it. Yeah. And it's only $6. That you were going to say two or three bites. And I was like, Riley. (laughs) I mean, I felt that way after the first one. I was like, I shouldn't eat more, but. Yeah. I started my new job out of the house, which is really exciting. I really like it. I know it is weird. So I've been doing like much more intense meal planning, but I also have been like planning super easy things because I work an 11 hour day. So by the time I get home, it's 830 at night and I have to feed my child. So I've been doing a lot of like making pizza dough, throwing it in the fridge so I can just pull it out in the morning and like be good to go. And I think like tonight she comes home from dad's tomorrow, like probably while I'm still at work. Wait, Mm -hmm. I don't know what day it is. Nope. She comes home from dad's on Monday, probably while I'm still at Mm -hmm. work. So I think what I'm going to do is just pull the pizza dough out on Sunday night. And that way I can form the pizza in the morning, cover it, throw it in the fridge, and then she can cook it when she's hungry. Yeah, that's the way to do it. You know, and then I'll keep a little bit of the pizza dough set aside for me to make my own when I get home. Yep. Because pizza mm-hmm. takes 10 minutes. It's so fast. Yeah, no, it's super easy. Yeah. So there's that. And then I we've been doing what I call mashed potato bowls. And I just like make the mashed potatoes when I get home, but then use like leftover chicken and veggies mm-hmm. and stuff and like cheese and just like eat the things, you know, so it's like fresh mashed. Have you ever heard? I mean, you know who Patton Oswalt is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does a stand up about the KFC famous bowls. 
<laughs> well, that's essentially my take on the KFC. And he bowls. calls them failure piles and sadness bowls. Well, you know what? Those I feel <laughs> like what he calls them. I find I had it for lunch today. I like had leftovers today for lunch. I think that they are delicious. And I think that it's really easy. And I think oh, yeah, that I approve. I'm a mom who just worked 11 hours. And so therefore, that's what we're having. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's fresh mashed potatoes god damn it <laughs> like mm. i'm still making ma- mashed potatoes from scratch it's not like i'm making boxed ones yeah you know so so yeah and we've been doing that a lot and then it's spring so i definitely planned a meal of red hot dogs and barbecue chips for dinner this week i need that in my life I i'm really excited about it in so long I am so excited about it. <laughs> so I don't even remember the last time I got to have a red hot dog. <gasps> what is wrong with you? I don't know. You're the best. I know. I agree. Maybe if we can podcast together again and figure out how to also record our Zoom situation. Yeah. We can. Um... I mean, we could both still be recording side by side and be on separate screens. <laughs> and then I'll just like pop over and then suddenly I'd be on your screen. <laughs> Right, but then we would only have to have one mic. It would be confusing. Yeah, it's a whole situation. Yeah. It's a whole situation. Fine. But yeah, anyway. So our next segment that we usually do is called Stoner Stories. However, we didn't get any Stoner Stories this month. And I'm a little grouchy about it. I mean, I have a really good one. Tell us. Okay. What's funny is I meant to actually tell you that I'd be willing to tell the story on air. Okay, great. Tell me. So about two weeks after cannabis was legalized in Colorado. Uh-huh. My ex-partner and I and his brother and his mom and then his brother's partner, we all planned a trip to go to Utah. And of course, we flew into Denver. Right. I remember this. And the first thing that we did when we got off the plane was go to a dispensary. And we went to this dispo called Starbuds, which, of course, I'm pretty sure is closed now because they definitely ripped off the Starbucks logo for their dispo. But also Starbuds reminds me of like buttholes. Yep. Now that you say that. <laughs> dirt stars yep, i yep i absolutely hear you so we went there and pretty much we had all sort of budgeted for about 150 dollars each so there were four of us that had budgeted anywhere from like 75 to 150 dollars to spend at this dispo i spent about 75 i was on the lower end and we walked out of there with rainbow belts sugar candies eighths pre-rolls everything you could possibly think of mm-hmm. and of course that our flight was delayed so we had to then leave the dispensary and immediately start driving to utah like immediately because we were already like half a day late for our reservations and we had to get there by a certain time otherwise we would lose our cabin so we had to leave and we all ate some rainbow belts on the way and we were in the desert for all of like 10 days and we had barely made a dent in all of the edibles and stuff that we had gotten we didn't realize that until we got back to the hotel room back in denver before we flew out so we're in the hotel room our flight's at 11 p.m it's 3 p.m and we Mm -hmm. realized this so we're like all right everybody like let's divvy up like here we go here we go time to eat a bunch of edibles so and this was like before i really understood dosing like i had no idea like this was a brand new world for me like i I had no idea what my sweet spot dose was at this point not a clue in the world all i knew is that like i like to smoke weed and my only other experience with edibles before this was a bad one with homemade edibles that like i woke up topless laying on the floor in my kitchen like whole thing yeah a whole situation. A whole situation. So we have a really big infused joint that we have left to smoke mm-hmm. and a bunch of chocolate bars and rainbow sour, sour belts. So the four of us 
excluding my boyfriend at the times, his mom, she smoked yeah. part of the joint with us, but she didn't have any of the edibles because she's yeah. basically our designated tour guide. Mom. Designated mom. And we all split two 100 milligram chocolate bars. Oh. So I had 50 milligrams. Yep. Plus two or three 10 milligram hard candies. Oh God. 80 milligrams. Yeah. Plus some 10 milligram sour belts. Yep. Plus this joint, which was called caviar, which is basically now like our rolled keef cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not called caviar here, but they are out there. Yeah. It's like a $20 joint. And we all ate it. We're all feeling fine. It gets to be about eight o'clock and we decide, okay, like the airport's about 45 minutes away. We should get our cab and go to the airport. Yeah. So we go down to the front desk of the hotel. We order the cab. We walk through the lobby with a joint hanging out of our mouths, by the way, to go outside to smoke another joint while we wait for the cab. As Um, you do. As you do. I mean, when in Rome. Right. And the cab ends up being late by like 45 minutes. So now we're like stressing out because Mm -hmm. we might miss our flight. Mm-hmm. And finally, the hotel calls us another cab company. And it's about, I want to say nine o'clock now. So we're going to get there like right before 10 p.m. And our flight's supposed to leave at 11. Oh, that's stressful. Super stressful. And this matte black unmarked Suburban pulls up. And it's our ride to the airport. Oh, my God. So we all go inside of the vehicle. It Did you feel like the interior. president? Yes, but it was kind of sketchier. The guy who drove it, though, was like a super bubbly dude, gave us all water bottles and was like, all right, let's go. Um, But he had like lights on inside of the car. And I remember starting to drive to the airport. It's like after dark now. Have you ever been picked up in the party van Uber in Portland? Yes. It's so intense. (laughs) There's two of them. Oh, it's so in the, intense. Yeah, there's two different ones. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. The I've been in both of them. One of them has Christmas lights and multicolored sunglasses hanging from the ceiling, and you can buy sunglasses. Okay, that I've been in the other one. Yeah. Okay, anyway, go on. So as we're driving, I suddenly start feeling it hit me. Uh-huh. And I feel it, like, in my belly button. Oh, no. And I, like, feel, like, this string pulling towards, like, up and out. And then I felt it sort of revert back inside of myself and go up and, like, align my spine and kind of straighten me out. Like, like I was a puppet being pulled by a string at the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when that string, like, I felt it go out of the top of my head because I was fucking stoned. Mm-hmm. I started sitting there thinking, like, oh, man. I am receiving a download from aliens right now. I am being downloaded with the most recent efficient software that I've needed to become an enlightened human. And I'm having this wild thought process for this 45 minute drive to the airport. Mm -hmm. We get to the airport, we all get out of the car, come to find out it's hitting everybody else. So the the cab's like, okay, so that's $70 for the trip. And all four of us are just like staring at each other. And we all just slowly stare at Liz, who's the mom. Yeah. And we're all just like, help Liz, help us. She's like, she kind of laughs and she pays. And then we immediately go inside to TSA. And of course we still had more edibles in our bags, but we had bought gas station gummy bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like partially opened the package and then we filled it with like the gummies that we were bringing back with us. So it like all looked the same. Mm -hmm. But then the issue was, is that we had a mixed bag. Um, We couldn't tell which would which. Mm -hmm. So we start going through TSA and I have to go through the metal detector. And so Mm -hmm. I'm raising my arms above my head. And he's like, all right, just keep your hands above your head. And I just start going (laughs) and giggling. And of course, like my hands are going down. He's like, ma'am, your hands have to be up. And I'm just like, (laughs) the whole time, like giggling. And then I put my backpack and I'm super anxious because I couldn't remember the extra gummies were in my bag or in somebody else's. I put my backpack on and it goes through the machine and the guy goes, what are you bringing back with you? And I'm like, 
oh god oh god oh god what did i leave in my bag he goes looks like it's the entire state of colorado and then i remember my bag is literally filled with like 50 pounds of rocks i was gonna say i I know it's you i bet it's a bunch of fucking rocks you dumb dumb yep it's a bunch of like crystals and like yeah carnelian that i found in the desert and like petrified wood and a bunch of other shit and i was like actually it's the state of utah ha 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 and then we leave we get to our gate our flight ends up getting delayed until 1 a.m oh so the denver airport's basically closed yeah. The only lights on are at our gate. Uh-huh. So for us to go to the bathroom, we have to walk down a long, dark, dark hallway, hallway to go find the bathroom because the only lights are that are on are on our gate. Oh, We're God. The only gate that's occupied in one of the biggest airports of the country. And so I decided to get up to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'm trying to keep it together. And Kristen, who is my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, who's an old friend of mine, we went to school together. Yeah. She's walking down the other end of this darkened hallway. So she's coming out of the dark towards the light and I'm going into the dark. And she just looks at me. We both stop and stare at each other. And we like put our hands on our faces and pull our eyes, like eyes down and just went, oh my God. Uh-huh. And just stared at each other. Uh-huh. We're like, we're so fucked up. We're so fucked up. What are we going to do? We have to get on an airplane and pretend uh-huh. everything's fine. Uh-huh. You have to, to be in go back. a tube hurtling through space. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When I get back to where we're all sitting, my boyfriend's laying face down. His brother's laying face down. Kristen's lying face down. <laughs> and I join them and lie face down while the mom just watches us all. While we're all too high to function, we're all laying face down on the floor in the Denver airport. By the time we got back to Maine, we were all still high. That's a long flight, too. That's like a six-hour flight. Yeah, well, it was a red eye, and we got back to Portland at like 9 a.m. <laughs> in, um current slightly too high news turns out if you go to work and leave your house for 44 hours a week you can't smoke weed continuously and your tolerance drops a lot right now and so right now i'm higher than i anticipated yeah and it's a pretty good time but it's harder to podcast than i remember how to podcast so also yep all right so we didn't get any stoner stories thank you for sharing your stoner story that's a lot and it was. <laughs> I would have also laid face down in the Denver airport. That actually sounds pretty nice right about now. <laughs> I'm surprised because like I think about that now in COVID times and all I can think about is COVID on people's feet and like having my nose in it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're, you know. But who knows what else I was sniffing on that floor. Right. But it's our show and we do what we want. So we thought in order to celebrate 420, we would do a little roundup of what the internet says are some of the best stoner characters in movies and TV and our thoughts on them. And this is missing anyone from one of my favorite stoner shows, which is Freaks and Geeks. It's also missing, I mean, it's missing a couple things for me. Yeah, so this is from an altpress.com article, best stoner characters in movies and TV. So I used to have a subscription to altpress. It's like a pop punk emo screamo music magazine. See, I'm cool kids. (laughs) Yeah, and I used to have a subscription. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, I just Googled best stoners in TV and this is what I got. And I went with it because... That's the level of research I was on yesterday. I mean, that's fair. And I've actually read this article before too, and I disagree with our number 10. So let's start there. Okay, yeah. So uh, so we're going to like Jay Leno style this. We're going to start with 10 and go down to one. Their number 10, I think, should be way higher on this list. Is Their number 10 is my number one. <laughs> I, I'm pretty close there with you. Not quite entirely, but close. Uh, Marty Mikulski from The Cabin in the Woods. He is the kid who has... The coffee cup bong. Okay, but did you know that 
props management made that a completely functional coffee bong specifically for the movie. So it's completely functional. And he took classes to learn how to be a better stoner. Um, like, we, we could have taught those classes. And yes, right? I did know that because you literally tell me every single time we watch the movie. I love that movie. So I do much. too. I do too. But I also tell everybody around me that fact every time we watch that movie. Well, it's also funny to me too, because like I made love movie trivia. Marty Milkowski, they had to dress him in those sweaters and everything because he's actually more jacked than Chris Hemsworth, who's also in the movie. At the time. At the time, yes. Yes. More jacked than Chris Hemsworth at the time. Yes. Not more jacked than Thor Chris Hemsworth, I'm sure. No. No one. No one. Chris Evans. <laughs> Just kidding. America's ass. Chris Evans. Okay, but what about Chris Pratt? You know, he has been dating Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter and has got some like weird right wing views these days. So like we can Oh, that's right. We can just take him right out of the the hierarchy of Chris's. Okay. I just want to keep his butt. No, well, Chris Evans has America's ass. They said it in the movie. That's true. He does. Okay. He does. The number nine stoner in TV and films, according to this list, is Jane F. from Smiley Face. Did you ever see that one? I did not, but I know it's Anna Ferris. It is Anna Ferris. And fun fact, I worked at Movie Gallery when that was still a thing in their like last really? got dying, gasping breath of days around Maine. I like literally went through the bankruptcy process and closed two of their stores. And this was one of the like last new releases that we got. And Anna Ferris annoys the shit out of me. I don't, I mean, the only who time used to, released... fun fact trivia, be married to Chris Pratt. Oh yeah. There's a whole skit, like, I don't know if you've ever seen movie 42, but there's a whole skit with Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt where she asks him to poop on her. Anyways, so, but I agree with you generally yeah. speaking the characters she plays are really annoying so yeah. i'm surprised i haven't seen this yeah no offense sorry anna ferris you're kind of, <laughs> she's typecast a lot like i want to see her in being a different character yeah i mean she's funny but like she's a very specific kind of funny and it's not my personal favorite kind of funny same yeah so number eight ron slater from days and confused duh see i've always had a crush honestly like his hair see our season so one bonus episode I love when he gets the nerd kids high and they like talk about the aliens. Mm-hmm. Makes me so fucking happy. Yeah. I think he should be higher on this list personally. I agree with you. I would give him like a five or a six, not number eight. He's yeah. definitely above above yeah. the middle ground. Yeah, same Z's, especially considering some of this list. Okay. Number six. No, number seven. <laughs> I'm Ed. a stoner. Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Again, I feel like this one would have been a little higher for me too. Fucking love that movie. I saw it in theaters with my dad. So like when my dad didn't have custody of me, we like got visitation like every other Tuesday sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, we would always go to movies and I remember seeing Shrek and Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) Those were like two that I remember having seen with my dad. I remember going to see Anaconda with my dad. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) I also saw Titanic when I was a little kid with my parents. I cried because I got tired and my mom's like oh my god she understands the movie she knows how intense the emotions are and I'm just crying because I'm tired and it's like the scene where of course they come back and they're having a hello on the staircase whatever I had a very different experience with Titanic in the movie theaters I saw it five times because I could make out with Vance Summerfield for almost four hours straight See, I saw it twice, and the first time my mom had an epileptic seizure in the middle of the movie theater, and I was the only one with her, so that was really fun and terrifying. 
Okay, well then. So anyways, cool. so that's why I ended up crying the next time because next time we actually got to see the whole movie and I was tired. So cool, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun movie. Yeah. Okay, let's move on because we made, we made that awkward. Number six is Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. I hated this fight. Well, I don't hate the show. I like, there's I a point. I into it. Okay, right. Well, so here's my thing. It's about white men. And so like, who the fuck cares? Here's my problem with Breaking Bad. There is a point where Walter becomes so intolerable, Mm -hmm. which is the whole fucking point of the show, right? But he becomes so intolerable that I just turn the show off. Mm -hmm. Because no matter how endearing Jesse Pinkman is, I can't handle Walter. Yeah. You know, because he reminds me of like abusive, terrible men in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this. It's not fun for me. You know, like... Ugh, it's gross yeah. it's gross but I do like Jesse Pinkman I do think he's endearing you know you know me I love a lovable fuck up yep yeah I'm right there with you you know but again I couldn't access that show for the same reasons I yeah couldn't get past it yeah, yeah Walter's character is just too much for me and it just there's a level of disregard displayed by that male character that I just it's too real in some ways and yeah. knowing that reality and knowing how that makes me feel yeah like, I just, I'd rather not. Yeah. And here's my other problem. The actor who plays Jesse Pinkman would, oh, make, yeah. would make the perfect Eddie from the Dark Tower series. Mm-hmm. Like, when he was younger, when he was in his, like, Breaking Bad days. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they didn't make that movie correctly, and they're never going to make the TV show the way it deserves to be made. It's like pretty clear at this point that they're not mm-hmm. going to invest the time and money into it, which is a fucking tragedy as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, yeah. and like he wanted to play that character and he would have been so and like good. I've been in love with that character. My because again, you I love a lovable fuck up, you know, and you love Stephen King and I love Stephen King and like you put those two together and Eddie Dean's like my dream boy you know it's, it's a he, problem <laughs> so that actor also plays Todd in Bojack Horseman oh yeah yeah it's the same guy oh yeah and now you just got um what's his name stuck in my head there's a line about Bojack Horseman in a rap song oh from camp the album's camp it's the kid who's in community Donald yeah. Glover, but Childish his rap Gambino. name. Thank you. Just too high right now. Okay, number five. I hate this one. I hate this one, but it's also the first like stoner character I remember from being a kid. Yeah. Okay. It's so like it's... my dad was in South, like into South Park. So it's Howley from South Park. I hated yes. South Park. I understood the societal value of it. I took a class my freshman year at Florida State called "Writing About the Simpsons: Humor and Satire in American Pop Culture." Mm-hmm. And we had to watch a lot of Simpsons and we also had to watch a lot of South Park. And after I took that class, I never wanted to watch an adult cartoon ever again in my life. It took a lot of convincing to get me to watch Bob's Burgers. Mm. So there's that. It's funny how those certain classes like stick out for you in your college years that you know that like ruined something. <laughs> they ruined adult cartoons for me, which is sad because they are so smart and they're meant to like be disruptive in ways that like regular TV shows can't do mm-hmm. you know and like obviously the simpsons is predicted the future in south park because of the artistic style and the way it was originally produced like 
had so so much to say because like south because like simpsons take so long to make an episode or or it did back in mm-hmm. the day but when south park first came out they could make an episode like super fast so they were talking yeah. about like super relevant super current things yeah. yeah yeah so like this this character is certainly part of the like stoners becoming more acceptable movement yeah i agree with you there but also like there's no women on this list and we've we have one woman on this list and a one. towel I really wish that they would have included Nancy Botwin from Weeds. Yeah, or like any of the and characters she's not from a Freaks stoner, and Geeks. Stoner, but still, yes, or Freaks and Geeks, or God, what else am I thinking of? Yeah, it'll come back to me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, also like Abby and Alana from Broad City. I think they deserve a mention for Agreed. sure. This might be a before them article. I don't know about what year it's published. Mm. All right, number four. This one I actually agree with where it's placed. Samesies. The dude from The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Have like, you been to Congress Bar and Grill yet? Yes. A while ago, but yes. Like since they've remodeled it? When where it's all that? the like wood paneling? Yes. Okay. So it's CBGs these days. Mm-hmm. And I have voted that they call it RBGs and they take like everyone's face from like the big Lebowski posters and just put Ruth Bader with like good necklaces, like her collars on all of them. Wouldn't it be amazing? That would be great. I think it would be more appropriate for Portland than what they currently have, which is like, you know, sort of like your dad's wooden bar with like the big Lebowski posters and like the old Milwaukee beer signs and stuff. Growing up, I went to this bowling alley called The Cove, Uh just over the border in Massachusetts from where I lived. And I was always told by multiple people that that bowling alley was the bowling alley that inspired the one in The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's pretty rad. Yeah. And they had this really sketchy indoor golf course where it was like completely not regulated. Nobody's like checking it out. And it's definitely hasn't been updated since 1983 and there are holes in the walls and you can just go in and you can just pick up a club and do whatever you want with it and people do so there's like this weird giant eagle dragon thing that people have just like beaten to shit like oh my god it's sketchy but we used to hang out there all the time there's a like glow in the dark mini golf course happening in olb okay i'm i'm just saying that maybe like we should smoke some weed and check that out I would be down for it. Also, one of my like queer commune pals texted me the other day and they're like, there's a bowling alley for sale in this town. Like, what if that was our thing? And I was like, oh, man. And I just like had this vision of like us running this like weird ass bowling alley. That would be amazing. Did you finally see there are photos of the hidden bowling alley that's been under Empire? (gasps) No, I haven't seen it. I need to check that out. Finally saw some photos of it. Somebody like managed to get down there and it's like obviously all creepy and old and fucked up. But there are photos of that bowling alley. That's now amazing. That's amazing. Empire. And when I first moved to Portland, it was like a myth. Yeah, same. Number three. I love this one. I also agree with the placement for this one. Jay and Silent Bob from Clerks. I mean, they're from more than just Clerks, but yeah, yes. let's stick to Clerks. But that's like what they where they originate and their song about selling well, weed that I used to be able to sing but right now I can't even get the tune in my head remember. yeah no I can I can do it if it's on tv there's also a video I've seen of like this elderly grandmotherly woman who can sing the whole thing herself I love it I love it they were some of my first stoner influences in life which like 
made me want to smoke weed a little less, to be honest, because they were like so sketch balls. They were, but wholesome sketch balls, I guess. But now I want to make out with Jay. Yeah, I can see that. You know, or yeah, honestly, Silent Bear. I mean, before before Kevin lost all the weight, you know, he was like a bear daddy. So actually, let's be honest, I'm more mm-hmm. of a Silent Bob kind of girl, but I would make out with Jay too. Okay. 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 So see our season two bonus. When did we watch Pineapple Express? We watched it, didn't we? For something. Yeah. For an old Patreon content, I think. Yeah, maybe. it was. So Saul Silver for Pineapple Express, which is what's his name? Franco's creepy Franco McGee's character mm-hmm. there. James, James Franco. Character. <laughs> He's honestly one of the more annoying stoners. I agree. And I, I agree. would not have ranked him in the top five personally. Yeah, I find him obnoxious because again, like as cannabis legitimizes, you know, like there's so many of us who are so productive. And so like we we like literally legitimized weed so we could stop buying weed from that guy. Yes. I was just talking to my new uh, roommate about this the other day. Like people will never know what it's like to have to pretend to be friends with your dealer. Right, right. <laughs> like, well, it's, you're not going to get stuck in those situations where you're trapped at somebody's house listening to them play acoustic guitar for 30 minutes just so they'll sell you an eighth. Right, of like you know, some weed that you don't know what it is. Mids that you right. have no idea and like possibly just has a little bit of lemon juice squirted on it and it's like, hey, here's Pineapple Express. Pro tip, I know somebody who used to do that. Mm. Mm. All right. I do love that strain though. Same. Hard same. All right, and number one. Anthony Mann Stoner and Pedro de Pacas from Up and Stoke, aka Cheech and Chong. Of course. I mean, they're the classic stoners and they're they rightfully the belong at number one. Yeah. You know. I would want them tied with Marty still, though. I love Marty. My yeah. stepmom was in a Cheech and Chong movie. I love that. That's She's adorable. naked in the beginning of one of them in the background. Of course she is. I love that. <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. I honestly feel like I need to make a point of watching Up in Smoke. I know it's been a minute for me too. Maybe we'll do some bonus content for you guys. Yeah. All right. So that's a good idea. If you do have a stoner story that you would like to submit to us, we would love, 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 love to hear it. I know we're picking up some new listeners lately. So you can go to our website, click on contact us. There is a whole drop down menu in our little form there that's like, I want to submit a stoner story. Awesome. We want to hear it. We want to read it on our show. Please, please give please, it to please. us. You can also email us directly, pilotlights at gmail.com, just the name of our show. Remember, while you're stoned, it's L I T E S. So, yeah, give us your stoner stories. You can even slide into our DMs on Insta or Facebook. Yeah. I might not respond because I might not see them right away, but you can so what have you been watching i've been watching anime i've been I watching have, demon slayer i have nothing to respond to okay like talk to my kid in two days she'll yeah. be able to talk to you i don't know i got her a fucking what's that weeb subscription Seven roll. yeah that one <laughs> What's that weeaboo subscription? <laughs> Crunchyroll. Yep, that one. That one. I got her subscription to that. That's all I know about it. <laughs> I bet she likes Demon Slayer. It's so good. I feel like she's probably tried to talk to me about Demon Slayer. And I'm like, girl, I give literally no fucks. There's always a kid in my fucking freshman dorm at Florida State. So 
I lived in one of the oldest dorms on campus. Florida mm-hmm. State was originally like a women's teaching college back in the day. And it was shaped like a U. And the first floor was guys because like we have to protect the ladies. They can't be on the first floor and someone, in case someone breaks in. You have to remember this is also Florida State where um, Ted Bundy first tried to get into. That's right. Into He tried to get into my dorm. That's right. And they wouldn't let him in. And so then he went up the road to the sorority house. So you have to remember that's also like part of that culture there too. So like first floor was guys, second floor was girls, third floor was guys, fourth floor was girls. And then the fifth floor, like this side Mm -hmm. was guys. And then there was a giant common room. And then this side was girls. And I lived on the fifth floor on this side one time. I forgot I was sleeping naked and I like walked to the bathroom at the end of the hall and like had a whole conversation with my pal Noah who had just like illegally popped over to the girl's side. That was a fun time. But another, the reason I'm telling you about this is because I don't know, I'm pretty sure though they live, there's one in every common room in every dorm across the country at any given time. There's some kid who was like camped in there watching anime. Maybe he hates his roommate. Mm -hmm. Maybe he just likes the TV in the common room better but he hasn't left for fucking days. Oh yeah. We had one of those at Mecca, but it was in the student common room in like in the school. It wasn't in the dorms. Like we had a student center and he would just be in the student center all the time. This kid like slept in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a whole situation. So that's all I know about anime. And it was like always on. And I was like, nope, I can't. I'm done. Done. Oh my God. Anything that I, I could talk about with you? Well, that's all I've really been watching. It's fine. All I've been watching is Sister Wives. I cried to it this morning. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I finished Night Stalker, which yep. was good. Yep. Um, that guy had no chance of no. not becoming a serial killer. I swear to God. Yep. 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 I did on my, on my vacay rewatch season three of stranger things which you and i talked about a little bit in our hangouts instead of recording last night and it's like so cute at one point i want i put it on while i was like i took a lot of shrooms on my vacation and like my sweetie did the smart thing where he like took half the eighth in the morning and then like took half the eighth later Mm -hmm. and i did the thing where i just ground up the whole eighth and put it in tea and like chugged it so we decided to watch Stranger Things and I was like super here for it when it was like a cute 80s mall montage moment yep. between Max and Eleven. But the moment it turned into like scary Russian spies doing weird oh, yeah, experiments, I, mm-hmm. I was like, babe, I, I can't do this. I can't. I, we gotta, we gotta go. And music meant a lot to me in that moment so I was very aware that not only was I like sitting here watching this show I was having like my whole own experience with it and that like I couldn't talk to James about it at all and I just kept being and that like everyone in the show was also like living very different lives and so I was like everyone's having very different experiences babe it's like the only thing I could say thank you Captain Obvious (laughs) he was like uh-huh that, that's what life is and I was like no but like very different experiences but like so different. yeah and he was like uh-huh 
yeah that's how it works <laughs> he's like it's it's life and I was like right so then we put on Dragula the Boulay Brothers uh show which I love mm-hmm. so much better than fucking drag race uh, I need to see it I still haven't seen it it's on Netflix or okay yeah it's on Netflix watch Netflix. that shit seasons two and three are on Netflix season three is incredible like my favorite characters on that season who's not the character who wins but the character who wins like totally deserves the win and like All right. yeah and is awesome and yeah so it's just like a fun watch type of thing and it was much more conducive to being like oh tripped out of my mind something in the same vein that I have been watching that I forgot about was America's Next Top Mo- Model Cycle oh, yeah. 20 so okay. the first one where they have the men and women okay I just watched that one pretty recently yeah I am obsessed with Corey who's like the guy that they always are trying to be like you're too effeminate you're too effeminate you're too effeminate. oh yeah 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 and yeah, he's yeah. just like precious and yeah likes to protect like his friend can't remember her name right now Lily yeah I think it's her name and he's yeah. just like so protective of her and he like flips out on Chris and I'm just like you get it Corey you're such a good soul and I found yeah. his he has a Spotify and he mm-hmm. makes music oh it's not terrible Interesting. so I put some of it on my pride playlist interesting good yeah. to know good to know all right anything anything else you've been watching that's literally no, all I've been watching that's, that's literally all I've been watching I've been watching sister wives oh no I lied my kid and I are deep into superstore <gasps> and I fucking love it you yes. were totally right you were so right yeah yeah you were so right right. (laughs) I hate how much I love it again so my new job I'm on my feet all day I bought Crocs I hate how comfortable they are Mm -hmm. just like my Crocs I hate how much I love Superstore yep Garrett is the most perfect character that TV has ever created he he gets even better have you seen the episode yet where like corporate comes in to like take photos for a magazine and oh yeah trying to get pictures of him the entire time oh yeah and then he finally lets them take a picture just so they'll get a picture of him and glenn oh yeah and then glenn's excited that he's on the cover even though his face is invisible yes 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 Glenn's like i'm on the cover yes lily and i are so into it it's it's like what basically i'm working these super long days i get home between like 8 8:45 situation and then we need to eat dinner together and so I've been like making some sort of quick dinner and I'm like you get me for like an episode maybe two and yep. then I have to go crash yep. <laughs> but we both really like that show and it's easy to watch like she knows that I'm like really tired right now the other show we're watching right now is the magicians and it's like kind of heavy so yeah it does get kind of heavy it's fun in the beginning but then it gets heavy yeah we're in the heavy part right now so like yeah like we're just like okay cool we're gonna watch superstore right now so it's been really fun I'm really enjoying watching it it with her so you can actually if you go on YouTube you can find a montage of all like the little vignettes that happen like just the general mundane things and you can just watch a 20 minute montage of just those little vignettes they're so funny they're so and funny. There's like a running gag. Eventually you'll start picking up that there's a raccoon that lives in the store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it pops up multiple times. That's amazing. Okay. Well, folks, if you like this new episode, these bonus situations, please make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Come back every Wednesday at 424, our new regular episodes where we get high, eat snacks, and watch the pilot episode of your favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. 
You can also join us over on Patreon for as little as a buck a month, where you'll get the video versions of our episodes. You'll also get Dab 8 Club. This month, I think we've decided we're going to talk about some of the differences between the new adult use cannabis and some of the medicinal laws that I've Mm -hmm. like kind of figured out and done a little homework into. And then if you join at the $5 and up level, you'll be in our sticker of the month club. I still patrons need to get our stickers out to you. I'm real sorry. I haven't done that yet. It's been a crazy month, but I have them. They're here. They're fun. So thanks for joining us. Bye.